Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Ureld, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And I have a lovely lady here today, Lindsay Fault. Roy is here and her book is in our element and welcome to High Road to Humanity, Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me here. I love your last name, Fauntleroy. <laughs> when you. I was a kid, wasn't there like um, a poem? There was a book, Little Lord Fauntleroy. Well, that's it. That's it. And I, I remember. I, every time people hear my name, they say that. <laughs> Well, because you rem- it's a child, you know why? It's a childhood memory. That's yes. why. And it's a good childhood memory. So it was like, wow, I really like your name. The cool thing about this lady is she's going to talk to us about something that we really haven't gotten into before. And it's the elements. So sit back and relax. And let me kind of give you guys an idea of what we're going to talk about. So this beginner friendly book introduces the five elements, water, wood, fire, earth, and metal as a system for understanding the cycles and rhythms of your body, mind, and soul. With a practical approach that weaves together Eastern medicine, Western psychology, indigenous indigenous traditions, and African ancestral principles of spirituality, author Lindsay Falteroy teaches you how to use the elements to improve your physical, your mental, your emotional, and your spiritual health. And that's what we're going to talk about. She even goes on to say, if you're experiencing heartache, anxiety, procrastination, how many of us do that? Um, These are signs that one of your elements is out of balance. And so she's going to tell us how to do this, how to get back into balance. Now, the cool thing is, Lindsay is actually a licensed acupuncturist. She's the founder of the Spirit Seed, a school that offers personal and professional development courses that are rooted in ancestral understanding of health, humanity, nature, and the cosmos. Now, she's a certified instructor for the National Certification Commission for Acupuncture and Oriental Medicine. I love acupuncture because it moves the energy. And we'll talk about that today. And she's well as the facilitator, this is interesting, of the Flower Essence Society's Global Practitioner Certification Program. She's got a nice, nice bio. How did you start doing this work? Tell us your story. I really came to this work. um, Thank you for that introduction, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) I came to this work for my own healing. You know, I first got introduced to both acupuncture and flower essences while I was trying to get pregnant with my daughter. And I had been diagnosed with premature menopause in my early 20s, which Mm. was you know, what is that about? I read that. I thought that was really, that was probably shocking. It was shocking and it was devastating because it was a moment that had gone in total opposition to the, you know, when you have a vision for your life and then you hear something that tells you that that exact vision isn't quite for you. Mm -hmm. It's devastating, Mm -hmm. you know? So my vision was having many, many children. And so to, to learn that I couldn't have even one was really devastating. And so it was in that process that 
um, my sister-in-law introduced me to flower essences. I love it. She just, you know, she pulled out her medicine cabinet. She had all the Bach flower remedies in there and she just started mixing them up and I just felt better. You know, I felt not so much, you know, it's that kind of better where you feel like this inner voice that says it's going to be okay. You can't see how this is going to play out, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Do you think the flower essences, I just need to ask you this as you're talking, the energy within those calmed you down. I do. I think that each of the flower essences has its own intelligence that it brings us. And and one flower essence in particular is very much about, you know, be in alignment with your destiny, you know, just be here in the present moment in alignment. And that was what I started to feel. I started to feel that Mm -hmm. alignment, even in the midst of the unknown. Um, even in the midst of the disappointment and the devastation, there was still this little, little quiet voice, which I say is the flower essence that says, just be still, you know, mm-hmm. just wait, be patient. There's more for you that's coming, <laughs> you know, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. So what, so tell us more. So how did you become an acupuncturist? And I'm just going to interject. I started getting acupuncture, gosh, years and years ago, probably 20 years ago. I haven't done it in a while, but I really believe in it because it does move the energy. How did you get into that? It's still part of that process. I was, um, I began learning about the elements through Qigong practices, which, you know, the breathing exercises for emotional balance. And I started getting acupuncture for the fertility and it was such a game changer. You know, I just, my entire being felt different and I'm like, well, what is this? And one of the first books I found was called the infertility cure. And that book in East Asian medicine, it said, you know, we don't really have the concept of infertility in this medicine. What we have is a body that changes and comes in and out of balance. And so that was like a big sign for me. Wow. Yeah. Studying. And so I just started (laughs) buying all these acupuncture books and and learning as much as I could in a self-study kind of way. And then eventually it just got to a point where it was, if you're going to be reading acupuncture textbooks, you need to go ahead and go to school and and learn it. And that's what you did. And that's what I did. Wow. What a trap. Now this book, it's, it's interesting. She goes through the elements. Talk about this. Water, wood, fire, earth, metal. They all have, we all go through these. You say our soul goes through these different phases mm-hmm. where we're in these elements. Talk about this. Explain this to the audience. So it's thinking about these elements as archetypal metaphors for the psyche. Okay. And so each of the elements has, um, it represents a phase, it it represents an expression of nature's energy, but also of our own, our own energetic impulses. So for example, wood, this, the element that's called wood is representative of the spring. Okay. feeling when we go outside and we see a sunrise, that feeling that we feel when, you know, the trees start getting green and blossoming again after the winter, that's a season in our own soul when we are coming out of darkness and we're feeling something lift and we're feeling hope. Um, So it's a metaphor, the same with fire, the same way that a bright, long, sunny day makes us want to go outside and socialize and be extroverted. We, we feel that 
in ourselves. We feel like we're shining sometimes. We feel like we're bright and vibrant. Mm -hmm. So it's looking at each of those elements as uh, a metaphor for the different stages of our lives, the different feelings that we have, um, the different calls that we have to evolve and be more fully who we're meant to be. Right. Now, as you're talking, I'm thinking about all these things. And I, I don't know, I'm gonna throw a couple things out there and just see what you think. You know, I've always liked wood, I have a lot of wood in this house that I live in, and I have a plan to live in another house that has wood. I like it. I don't like metal. Uh, the sound bounces, the wood absorbs, but there's something about living in a home or in a space that has a lot of wood. What do you know about that? I think we resonate. We're, we're so connected to nature that we have things that we resonate with. Okay. So there's something for you that wood brings you. Right. That, and there's something that metal creates an aversion for you. Ah. That's not necessarily there. What I love about this medicine is that there's no good or bad. There's no right way to be. It's just noticing what we're drawn to, what we have aversion to and, um, and living into that. So for example, someone who is really drawn to metal might be drawn to, they say that metal is a place that likes to hang out in like cathedrals and religious institutions. Okay. Someone that's really drawn to that might really embody some of the qualities of the metal element, which include religious discipline. Um, someone that is more drawn, more of a wood-like quality is more of a, a independent thinker, someone who uh, likes to chart a new path, just like mm-hmm. you see a sprout pushing up through the soil. That's kind oh. of a wood element resonance. You know, it's like the go yeah. yeah. after something and be bold. <laughs> That's me. Well, and then I want to, <laughs> there's, there's, and I want to mention water. I, and I don't know if this is everybody. So I want to ask this question of you. When I go by water, I'm just calmer. I do better by water. I really want to live by water. I have lived by water. It seems that, and I know we're 70% our bodies. So this is why I asked the question, is everybody calmer by water because we are so much water or is it just certain times of our lives or certain people or what do you think? I think archetypally water has a calming quality. And so that's more universal. And then I think based on what phase we're in, we might be more drawn to, to the water to in that. Right. Um, Right. You know, or even that introspection, right? Water brings us into our own depths. Right. Well, and you see in the book, you say fire, um, and you kind of break it down. You say fire is love or loveless, joyful, betrayal. Um, earth is worry, overthinking. I'm like, we all do this stuff. Metal <laughs> could be sadness or disappointment. So there's there's the the light and the dark to it all. That's right. The yin and yang, the light, the dark. Um, the effort and the ease, the obstruction, the challenge, you know, the light and the shadow for, for all of these elements, they, they bring us, um, when they're in balance, we feel the positive aspects of each archetype or each element. And then when they're not in balance, it's not so much that it's a bad or negative thing. It's just calling our attention back to those gifts. So mm-hmm. if we're feeling frustrated, right. you know, is a signature of the wood element. If we're feeling angry, the anger in itself isn't bad. It's a call back to say, okay, are you living authentically? 
Are you taking the risks that you need to take? And if you're not, you're probably feeling a little stuck. You're probably feeling a little frustrated. So it's using those emotions as an internal GPS of where I need to do some inner work and exploration. Yeah, it really all comes down to balance. I will say that. And that's what we're trying to achieve. And, and is that what you're really going for in this book is to get us to be balanced more than anything? That's the vision. The vision is that we are able to learn about the elements, look at our own lives, see where we're feeling in balance, and then have some tools to get back into alignment. I love it. Her, right. Her book is In Our Element, Using the Five Elements as Soul Medicine to Unleash Your Personal Power, you guys. And this is Nancy Earle, the Cyro to Humanity. We're doing the podcast today, so we'll be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and I have some very exciting news to share with you. High Road to Humanity can now be found on Apple TV and Roku. I've signed on with Healing Within TV, and this is where you'll find my channel, High Road to Humanity. This platform offers live interaction, so you'll be able to ask questions and call in when we go live. I just want to thank everyone for supporting the show all these years, and I will see you on the high road. God bless. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerout, and this is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Lindsay Falkeroy, and her book is In Our Element. And we're talking about the five elements. And, you know, take a few minutes, if you wouldn't mind, um, Lindsay, and just tell the audience, you know, not all of us, not everybody knows about the five elements. So as you got into acupuncture, you started to research and you learned. Tell us a little bit, if you don't mind. Sure. So when I'm talking about the elements, I love to draw on what we already know. We're already embodied and living in this on this planet and experiencing the seasons. And so I think that's a great reference point for getting to know the signatures of each of the elements. Okay. Um, so just to give a little bit of an overview, when we start the cycle in the water element, the water element is like the winter. It's the winter season. So if you can imagine a time in your life when you feel with like withdrawn and going within as almost as if you're going into hibernation or into a place that feels mysterious or secret and you have to trust the unknown, that's going to be the water element phase. Um, and when we don't trust the unknown, we come into the emotion of fear. Um, so that's the signature of the water element, the wood element. Oh yeah. No, I'm, I'm totally resonating with what you're saying, because this is, you know, everybody puts it into their own life. And yes, that's exactly what's happened to me. So continue on. <laughs> it's, it's very, I, I love this medicine because it's very practical and it's very mm-hmm. experiential. Mm-hmm. And so coming out of the water, we come to the wood element, which is the spring and that sense of hope, that sense of 
um, life coming back, that ability to be daring. We like to say a flower never asks for its share of the sun. It just grows and goes for the light. That's the spirit of the wood element. It's whenever we're needing to be bold, whenever we need to assert our independence and our individuality and our uniqueness, um, that that wood element is the element that comes in to support us. And and I like to say living our best life. And so when we're not living our best life, where something's getting in the way or blocking us, then the signature emotion for the wood element is fear. Coming out of the wood, I'm not, I'm sorry, the signature uh, emotion for the wood element is anger. Anger. I was going to say, gosh, it's fear again. Okay. So we've got fear with water and anger with wood. Okay. Continue on. Yeah. And then, you know, when we think about that sprout, when it comes to the summer, all of nature starts to blossom and radiate and uh, be really magnetic. It's like the birds and the bees, everything's buzzing and there's excitement and there's a feeling of joy and light and life. And that's the fire element. The fire element is the aspect of ourself that is ready to shine like the sun, the aspect of ourself that wants to connect Mm -hmm. with the world and and people and even social media, you know, it's a very fire element kind of uh, place in our lives. Spark. I see the spark. spark. Yeah, yeah. That, spark, that spark that you see when you like yeah. a good story or you make a good connection. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the fire element. And the natural emotion associated with the fire element is love and joy. Mm-hmm. And what people often say is, well, how can that be bad? You know, we have fear, we have anger, and then we have this love and joy. And it's this idea of being balanced in our connections, you know, not mm-hmm. uh, being so joyful that we are in a place of mania and, and can't come back to ourselves and, and stay grounded. So joy is connection. Joy, joy is connection. Love is connection. It's all this radiant. Oh, isn't that interesting? Okay. It's that, it's that energetic force that, that binds us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then coming out of the blossoms and, the, and the, the summer, we come into the earth element, which is like the fruit of a tree. It's that aspect that is nourishing. It's that aspect of ourselves that uh, is able to give in service of others, in service of our family, in service of our community. Mm-hmm. That's the earth element. And when that's out of balance, there's a spinning just like the earth spins. Um, we can get caught in our heads and not live in our bodies, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Those times when you're thinking about something over and over again, but you're not really actually doing anything about it. That's our earth element signature. Okay. And then last, we come to the metal element. And the metal element is, I like to imagine the autumn and the fall and uh, the time when we we would say the veil is thinning and our relationship between the physical and the non-physical gets a little less defined. Um, and so that the metal element is like the apple that falls from the tree and starts to, um, to compost. And it's that return to the source. It's that return. So the metal element is often associated with death and anything that is transcendent that is moving beyond the earthly realm and the emotion uh, associated with that is grief as we surrender to temporal time and move into transcendent time. Interesting. Thanks for taking the time to explain all of that. You know, no one's ever explained all of that to me so in-depthly. So thank you. I know the audience appreciates it. You know, you talk in your book about the truth is 
we are surrounded by miracles is what you say. And I believe this, but I wonder, and, and you say in order to experience miracles, we need a new lens. We need to look at things differently, huh? That's right. I think, you know, we're very socialized. Um, I mean, I'm in the New York City area and I would say the Western world as a whole, I can't speak for the whole globe, but for where I sit now, um, there's a priority and a premium placed on our five senses, right? What we can see, what we can hear, what we can taste, what we can touch is what really matters. Mm -hmm. And when we're talking about energy, we're moving into the realm of things that we can't necessarily see or name. And that's where the, that's the realm of the miracles. You know, it's like those, those synchronicities, those being in the right place at the right time. It's having, you know, I've had moments where I've been driving on the highway and I see a billboard and the billboard has a message that I know is for me. Those are the kind of miracles that, that we're talking about. And we really can't be present to those miracles if we're only focused on the physical and what we can prove with facts and data, you know, there's an aspect of our life that is beyond that. And so that lens, that lens adjustment is, is being able to tap into that. And I think seeing the world through the, the elements and their signatures helps us to do that. It helps us to see an underlying connection between things that we thought were at one point, very separate. Right. Now, do you meditate? I do. Yeah. And you, are you religious? That's such a hard question for me. I know. All right. Do you believe there's a creator, a source, a God? I believe there's a creator, a source, and a God. Okay. I believe that um, what is in East Asian medicine, they say, is that it's everyone's personal responsibility to find a connection to that source. Wow. I and agree. There's many, ways to, there's many ways to find that connection. Yeah. Um, but it's our, it's our responsibility to do that as, as humans. Right. Now, as we do that, I see the miracles yeah. as I connect with that energy. And you're talking about it, too. It's interesting. All the different people I have on my show, they all put it a different way. Mm-hmm. You talk about it as being a new lens, seeing things through new eyes, maybe a different way. Right. You know, but it's really the same thing. It's connecting, going within and forgetting about what's going on around you and just, you know, what's going on inside. What's going on inside. And I love what you're bringing forward because it's, it's when we're seeing through the eyes of love, I think mm-hmm. that's part of um, that spiritual practice, that meditative practice. Can mm-hmm. I see what's around me as what is without judgment, without right. label, without expectation and just, you know, that love of life, you know, and mm-hmm. I think is a, is a divine act, you know, to love fully. That's true. You know, it's interesting. I've been doing this for a while and I meditate every morning and I was a little out of my element. We were talking about it last this today on the show. Um, but and we all go through, no matter how balanced you are, and I'm pretty darn balanced, we all <laughs> go through this stuff. And then, you know, because we're all human. We're all, human. we're all down here to learn. And, you know, it's so interesting, you know, you think you got it all together. And then <laughs> something, you know, you get something thrown at you and you're like, what? Wait a minute. It didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. But then we were talking about this. And the reason I bring it up is because it's so it hits home. You know, it's like we're not in control. 
We are absolutely not in control. And we think we are. And then when it doesn't go our way, then we're like, what is going on here? Why are things so crazy? You, I want to ask you really quick before we move on, because you talk about creating your own oasis. But before we do that, um, what's it like in New York right now? I mean, how is it for you? Do you have to just stay balanced when you go out and just have compassion? I mean, where where is it right now? You know, honestly, I feel like I have to wear a lot of armor when I'm out in the world right now. I feel um, I was having a conversation with some uh, fellow flower essence practitioners and just feeling both a heightened sensitivity you know, to the soul of the world, like feeling, you know, I was telling a friend, I was like, I feel like my heart is breaking open every day because there's so much um, pain and confusion. And I feel that. And so I find that when I go out in the world, I have to um, really create, I wouldn't say armor, I would say more of a force field. You know, I think that's, you know, prayer and meditation and, and wanting to stay connected to my source, Um, so that I can navigate with compassion, but also not be overwhelmed by how much there's so many currents, you know, right now, you know, in terms of the energy wars and, and, you know, there's just a lot of kind of motion of like (laughs) swirling around, swirling around, you know. Yeah, let's talk about it more when we come back. we got to go to commercial break because we're doing the podcast. Hey, you guys, if you're watching me on TV and you want to know about the podcast, you know, I've been doing it for a long time. You can find me on Toginet Radio. You can find us on um, Apple uh, Radio where you can hear us, iTunes. And then you can also hear us on Spotify and iHeartRadio. So I just want to mention that under High Road to Humanity. Her book is In Our Element. It's by Lindsay And if you're watching me right now on TV, you can see me holding it up. Listen, we will be right back. This is Nancy Earl. This is High Road to Humanity, and we'll see you in a minute. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Help me, Toginet. You're my only hope. I want to start a podcast, but I simply don't have time. How do I take care of the details? Editing? Contacting guests? Where do I put it so that people can listen in? Fear not. The podcasting wizards here at Toginet can take care of all of the details because we provide full-service podcasting for all of our hosts so that you can focus on your message. We even build you a webpage that you can edit. And we send your podcast out to Spotify and iTunes so that your message is easy to find. Wow, you can do all of that? You've magically cured my anxiety. Where do I sign up? You can find all of our packages on our website, toginet.com. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T.com. If you would like to talk to one of us, call us at 903-787-5880 or email us at staff at toginetradio.com. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. 
Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and this is High Road to Humanity, and I'm back here with Lindsay Falteroy, and her book is In Our Element, and if you're watching me, you guys, on TV today, I'm holding it up. Lindsay, we were talking on the break about, you were talking before we went to break, about protection. I mean, going out in New York City right now must be nuts because, and I'm sorry, please, I don't want to put this out there or project it in any way. You know, people are trying to do their own business, but then you're doing your business and then you've got some crazies that are just not connected and they're just like loose cannons, it feels like. What do you do to protect yourself? I mean, you know, we were talking about putting light, where do you use different oils? What do you do? Yeah. Uh, well, one of the things that I use a lot is prayer. And in my tradition, we pray to our ancestors for protection. We pray to our ancestors, our elevated, enlightened ancestors to shield us from anything that we can't, you know, we can't see ourselves or we can't um, take care of ourselves as we navigate the world. Um, I use flower essences. Absolutely. There's a few that Um, are really particularly good for um, this kind of energetic force field protection, which um, I like to use yarrow a lot as a flower essence. Um, Angelica is a flower essence that keeps us connected to our our guides and our angels. Um, And so I, I work with those two essences. And, you know, I find that one thing that I do for protection is I move a lot more slowly. Oh, because when I'm moving quickly, I don't have the discernment of where to place my energy, my attention, um, my light. You know, it's if, if I'm moving too fast, I'm just kind of on autopilot and it's a little all over the place. And it's easy in, in New York, everything moves so fast. It's easy to get caught up in that whirlwind. Right. And so just moving slowly with intention, remembering to pause and take a breath before I speak to someone or if someone approaches me, just being, just taking that moment to pause, I find really helps me find my center and to see more clearly um, in terms of knowing how to interact and and at what level and all of Mm -hmm. those. No, I like that. I think it's great. And having faith too, and, you know, having faith that you are protected and you are connected and knowing that, you know, the divine does watch over us. The faithful are protected by their prayers. I will say that. Yes. Yes, that's true. You talk about creating an oasis. You say in the book, you say each person deserves, I love this, you guys, because <laughs> I took one this weekend. I needed a day. Each per- <laughs> we all do, you know, we get so caught up. But here's what she says. Each person, or actually, it's not your quote. I take that back. It's Maya, um, is it Angelo? Yeah, okay. Each person, I can't read my own writing. <laughs> Each person deserves a day away in which no problems are confronted, no solutions searched for. Each of us needs to withdraw from the cause which will not withdraw from us or from the cares. I'm sorry, I can't read my writing. Withdraw from the cares which will not withdraw from us. Meaning we just need to take a day and not worry about stuff. That's right. Because our bodies are like on overload, right? So true. Our bodies are, I'm so grateful because I'm just like, my poor body is holding all of the things that I am not paying attention to giving, giving, you know, time to process my body's just holding it and just saying, I'll, I'll store this in here for you. And at a certain point, your body just says enough. 
stop hey. putting stuff in here that you can't process. <laughs> Well, it's true. And, and I, so I, I love that you uh, address this, um, that you talk about it. And you say, also one thing I thought that was really cool, you say the ancients say there are two kinds of will, my will and thy will. Yeah. Talk about that a minute. So That's there's our, our personal, you know, will, the things that we want to do, the things that we see, see for our lives, the things that we want, it kind of goes back to, you know, what we were talking about at the beginning, you know, I have this vision for my life, I want five children, and I want <laughs> you know, the house and the picket fence and the dog and all that's what I want. That's my what I'm willing for it. And then there's our destiny that says, well, actually, your path is stage left, you know, you're going to turn right at the fork, the road. Um, and so the water element teaches us how do we reconcile the two? How do we learn to get still enough outside of our own heads to really listen to what our destiny is drawing in us towards and to surrender to that? And usually it's, it's, there's a place where you say, oh, there's actually something better for me. In fact, that's one of the prayers that we send up is, you know, we ask for something and we say this or something better. Right. Because it's honoring that there's, that there's a will, that there's an intelligence that can see more than me, um, that can see connections that I can't see. And so this is what I want. But if there's something more in harmony, if there's something more in alignment, if there's something that is better for the greater good, bring me that. Right. And I'm going to let my will go in favor of your higher intelligence and your higher sight. No, it's true. Because how many times in your life have you thought, oh, I want this and God knew better and you got better and you went, wow, and I wanted this and look what I got. And sometimes you, I've received blessings that I, I didn't even know to ask for this. Like it, it was beyond my ability mm-hmm. to even see that it was possible for me. Mm-hmm. And then I've also had times where I've gotten exactly what I asked for and said, oh, I should have think more <laughs> careful specific and clear. <laughs> <laughs> and that goes to the affirmations, the energy of our words and our thoughts and what we put out right. there. Cause you know, we've had done lots of shows on that. Whatever you put out is what you get back. I like that you say, open your heart. Um, because we have to, this is where we're at at this point. I've, I believe, um, humanity is at a point where we have to open our heart and the anger has to go. Um, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. In the, in the fire element, when we talk about opening our heart, there is an aspect of the fire element in East Asian medicine. It's called the, the heart protector or the pericardium. Okay. And so that's like a sack that surrounds the heart. And what we, how I learned it from my mentor is to see this pericardium almost like a screen, like a screen on a sunny day where it's letting in the light to the porch, but it's keeping out the mosquitoes. (laughs) (laughs) The awareness of the pericardium is, you know, we don't live in a world where we can just walk out and have our heart totally open all the time. But we have to be able to open our heart appropriately Mm -hmm. and to let love in and let love out. And we also have to know when to hold ourselves as sacred and to be protective of light or our love. And, and, And so that's what the fire element teaches us. How do we navigate that screen door of the heart forces. Well, yeah, because you say, I I wrote this down, you say anger, spiritual work is often focused on transcending 
and rising above our anger. And, you know, it's true. There's people who just push our buttons and push them on purpose. I've seen this uh, recently myself. And as a light worker, it's almost like I feel like they push our buttons to see what we'll do. And, you know, I'm human. (laughs) I get angry too. Not very often. I will tell you this. It takes a lot for me to get angry, but talk about the emotion of anger because sometimes we need to and just get it out. And, and I don't want people to think, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because getting angry is not always a bad thing. And our society has put this like, I don't know, stigmatism or whatever to it. You know, sometimes you just like enough is enough. Enough is enough. And, and that's where the wood element teaches us that balance. Because it's, it's this idea that, you know, anger is the energy of change. That's what the anger is for. Anger is to move us somewhere. Thank so you. if we get stuck in the reaction, nothing changes. You know, if we're just yelling, you know, we've had that experience. You're yelling at someone, you're screaming at them, you, you know, whatever you do when you're angry and right. they turn around to the same thing again. So it's our reaction that doesn't really change anything but we have that anger because it's a cue from the world from the universe it says okay something here isn't working mm-hmm. something here is blocking authenticity something here is blocking freedom something here is blocking justice and so we feel that impulse of anger rightfully so but now we have the choice and the agency what am I going to do with this thing yeah it's like what do you do with that it's like do you and I'm just going to be honest when someone really pushes me to a point and I don't feel like they're a good egg <laughs> go back to Charlie and the chocolate factory she's a bad egg we have some bad eggs out there I just walk out there yeah sure. I just walk away from the bad eggs yeah and that's 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 an action of change. That's what the wood element would say. Okay, great. Instead of continuing to engage with this bad egg, make a different choice, you know, create a boundary. That's hard too. Maybe the boundary is you can't interact. Yeah. Right. And the reason, right. The reason I bring it up and I don't mean to interrupt you is that I got to get this thought out because <laughs> we're like light workers and we're compassionate and I have this huge heart, but you know, it's almost like we're tested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, each of us, I think, are tested in different ways. And and that's where the wood element comes in and says, well, what do you stand for? Yeah. Stand for that, uh, whether it's truth, whether it's justice, whether it's reciprocity. Yeah. Um, And to know your boundaries, know your edge, know where enough is enough. Know where the, the interaction or the circumstance is going to compromise your integrity. Yes. And make a different choice. That's true. Gosh, that is so true. I'm glad we talked about this because, you know, everything's not always hunky-dory, you know? <laughs> and, and that's where the, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. What are you going to say? And that's what I love about the, the five elements is that it, it makes space for all of the flavors of life, right? That your spiritual path um, doesn't have to be one in which you're you're always feeling goodness and kindness all the time there's room for these expressions of what it means to be human and how do we work with that and still um, walk in a space of love and light and bring that into the world awesome 
it's making space for all of those, all of those flavors of experience. I love it. I'm so glad you came. All right, you guys, we've got to go to commercial break. We have one more segment here with Miss Lindsay Falteroy. Her book is In Our Elements. This is Nancy Earl. This is High Road to Humanity, and we'll be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better? To create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me. And I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up. The universe is speaking to you. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Earl, and this is High Road to Humanity, and I'm back here today with Lindsay Falteroy. Here's her book, In Our Element, and using the five elements as soul medicine to unleash your personal power. 
What's been the reaction from the book? Um, so far, the reaction has been very positive. Uh, people are asking questions about which elements they align with, okay. um, which flower essences to use. There's been a lot of positive feedback about using the flower essences and feeling those shifts, which is very exciting to me. Yeah. Uh, to people bringing this into their lives and, and really making it practical. You know, I think there's a lot of tools in the book and my, my vision mm-hmm. is that people can choose and say, okay, I'm going to do these two things this month and see how it goes. Yeah. You know, you wrote something in the book that really hit home with me. She talks about how you pick up a book, how you buy a book <laughs> and you never finish your book. And this is like totally me. You, and this is the kind of book you wanted people to be able to pick up and just turn to a page and read. Right. <laughs> That's right. Take the pressure off of yourself to finish <laughs> the books. I have a thousand books on my shelf and I love them dearly and have not read them cover to cover. Right. And this book is the same way. It's, it's meant to be an ally. It's meant to be picked up when you're, you know, as you start to notice the different emotions coming up for you to say, okay, what is this anger about? What can I do about it? Oh yeah. I have a book that talks about that. Yeah. Um, I'm feeling grief or loss. Oh yeah. I have a book that talks about that. Let me dust it off and Mm-hmm. And open and see what's there for me. Yeah, I like that. Now, how do people get in touch with you? How do they find you? So you can find me on my website, which is the Spirit Seed, um, thespiritseed.org. And also on social media, you can find me at Lindsay Font. So Lindsay oh. and then Font, just um, F-A-U-N-T. I love it. Okay. Let's talk a little bit more about some things in the book. You talk about music is your medicine. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I believe the future of our healing will be with music. Yeah. You do too, huh? It's vibration. It's energy. You know, I do this exercise when I go into high schools and I teach about, you know, the five elements and I'll play a song and I'll just say, write the feelings you get from the song. And it's so archetypal. You'll see that, you know, the students will come up with the same family of words. This song brings up either determination or confidence, you know, and I'm like, well, those are signatures of the wood element. You know, this song makes me feel um, a little introspective. This song makes me feel calm and gentle that those are signatures of the water element. So we can really feel these currents and these pulses in our music. And so what I'm offering or suggesting is that we use that as medicine, that when we want to feel that self-righteousness or that assuredness, we have some songs on our playlist that make us feel that way. And we use that with intention. If we want to feel love and loving and expansive, that you know, we all have those songs that make us just feel open and joyful, that we use our music in alignment with these five elements to it's almost like creating a curriculum for our heart for the day. You know, yes. I want to feel, I want to yeah. feel all of these ways and using music in that way. No, I just love that you do that. And I think it's wonderful that you go into schools. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And work with the kids. Cause they need, here's the deal. We don't teach this stuff. This is why it's so important that my show gets out there and that these shows that we do get out there, we need to teach our young people about energy, about what, the, the power of music, the healing power of music. You know, it's funny. I get on the elliptical, you know, it's really hard for me to get my butt over there. And I have my bike too. They're over there. And, but what gets me on the bike and gets me on my elliptical is the music. That's right. I'm I can't way. wait. Are you the same way? Cause I just want to hear my music. 
Yes. All of the songs are very much like, you know, seeing myself at the top of my game and being accomplished. And I'm like, oh yeah, I can do this. But if I don't have that playlist, I'm like, I'll just do five minutes and go back and do something else or I'll get caught in my head and start thinking about my to-do list and then it doesn't happen. Yeah. It's the energy of the music that really, I just wanted to say that. That's so funny. Um, You say, this is interesting. I love that you said this in the book. When you say yes to others, make sure you're not saying no to yourself. Well, actually that was another quote (laughs) that was in your book. I'm pulling all these quotes out of her book that I really like. Um, Paulo Coablo or Coablo. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not quite sure, but it's true. We have a tendency. It's really hard for us to say no. Especially if you, you know, as a light worker or someone who is in service of humanity, it's, it's very easy to, um, to say yes, because it, the yes is coming from a place the of heart. Love. It's coming from the heart. It's a, yeah. place of love. it's a place of giving. It's a place of vision even. And so what we're suggesting is that that same love can be directed towards ourselves as well you know, that we can um, say yes to our own um, wholeness and yes to our own healing and yes to our own um, priorities, you know, as we're, we're giving, because the, the reality is that there's so much energetic work that has to be done that we have to be in this for the long run. Mm-hmm. You know, this mm-hmm. isn't, this isn't a sprint. It's a marathon, you know, um, the road to humanity. It's a long run. It is. it is. Well, no. And I'm really glad you talk about it. Cause this is something I personally have had to learn and I'm still working on it. Cause I will give, give, give and forget about myself. And so it's taken me years up until recently, actually to start doing more for me. It's true. Cause it's like I get a daily, weekly practice. For yeah. To you too. That place of, oh yeah. Like it's okay. so easy for me mm-hmm. to, I'm going through this right now. Me too. Like I, I'm <laughs> organizing things and I'm like, wait, I don't even actually know what I want because I'm so attuned to what would work for everyone else involved that I, I, I haven't even asked myself what works for me. I'm just kind of bending and stretching and, so I'm re- as we're having this conversation, thankfully, it's a reminder. Oh, yeah, you know, you're you're part of this equation, too. And if you don't take care of yourself, you're going to burn out. You're not well, yeah. able to sustain. That's what's happened to me. I've started to get overdue. And I've realized that my mind and my will and my energy is going. But my body's like a dude. You want to chill a little bit because we can't keep up with that. And it's honestly the truth. It's the truth. And so I've had to learn. It's hard too. And you have to like be conscious of it. And especially if you're, um, I consider myself hyper empathetic. Like I'm always tuned into whatever. Yeah, right. So it's, it becomes especially hard when I assert a boundary and I can feel the other person's disappointment or expectation. Because you're an imp- are you an empath? I am. I am too. Okay, that's why. See, that's why you. Yes. It's like yes, all of all of the things. Um, so it gets harder to say yes to myself when I'm picking up someone else's desire, expectation, disappointment, um, need, even sometimes, and and really staying centered in what is for me and what is my work to do. And there's actually some really beautiful flower essences that support that. Um, Which that are? 
red chestnut is one of the ones that come to mind where it's, it's being able to create um, a filter between, you know, what we say in family constellation therapy is seeing someone supported, right? So just like we have our angels that we walk with and our ancestors that we walk with, I think mm-hmm. red chestnut helps us to see the people that we love and care about and that we're overextending ourselves for also surrounded by light and support that they can draw from, that we are not the only source mm-hmm. um, for their well-being, that they actually have a source to connect to as well. And that's helpful. It, it kind of takes me off the hook of trying to overstep the boundaries of what I'm responsible for. Yeah. I want to um, expand on that a little bit. You know, when you're a light worker, people are attracted to you and they want to hang on and they like our energy and they kind of suck our energy, not really knowing they're doing it, but they do it. And that's where I've learned to have the boundaries. And yes, it's hard when it's family and it's even harder to say no when it's family because, but it affects us so energetically that if we just give, 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 and don't take care of our own energy, then we won't be able to give anymore. It's just like, you know, they see on the airplane, you got to put your mask on first before you can take care of anybody else. Or you won't have oxygen to live. And that's pretty much what it's come to. Yeah. And that there's nothing in nature that doesn't both give and receive, you know, right. or the same way, you know, right. we exhale. Yeah. So far you impasse out there, don't feel bad. It's it, that's, but it's, again, it's another thing that I work on every day. Same. <laughs> Because my first reaction is, of course. But now I've had to learn to stop myself and go. That's this. That's no, I can't. Thing about moving more slowly because the impulse for me is to say yes, and now I'm learning to say, "Let me get back to you." <laughs> You're Let me ex- think about that. Yes, yes, because the body. Yeah, well, the body. You also say in the book, the body is the temple, and we are spiritual beings, and we have to take care of our body, or we can't be here because it's what holds our energy. That's right. That's right. And I even find that when my body is depleted, I can't see as clearly anyway. You know that those they work in tandem. That's true. The difference between when I've had a good night of rest and lots of water in the morning and done my prayers and meditation versus when I kind of roll out of bed and just jump into my day. You know, when I take that moment to honor my body as a vessel, I'm I'm that much more clear. I'm that much more light. And honor the divine too, you know, bringing in that light. It it really makes a difference. We got to get out of here for today, but it's been a pleasure. It's been so much fun. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks for, for coming on. Gosh, it's called in your in our element using the five elements as soul medicine to unleash your personal power. It's by Lindsay and it's L I N D S A Y Fault Leroy. Okay, you guys. So pick up her book and tell us your website again. Thespiritseed.org. Okay, so that's where you can find her. And if you guys want an angel reading, go to my website, nancyyearout.com, and I will bring you messages from the angelic realm. We're going to get out of here for today, but thanks again. You guys, this is High Road to Humanity. This is Nancy Yearout. Everybody take care and God bless. Please join me next week on the High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. You can find High Road to Humanity on Apple TV and on Roku under Healing Within TV. 
Have a blessed week and know by staying on the high road, you will make it to your destination. For a Psychic Empath reading, go to my website, nancyyearout.com, to book your date and time with me. I will deliver your message from the angels. God bless.